0: to What's in the Box, the Doctor Who podcast that invites you to discuss your favourite or recommended things from the world of Doctor Who. It could be your favourite VHS cover, your favourite monster, your favourite story, your favourite doctor, companion, whatever you fancy. I'm still here with Aaron Best and we'll be moving into his next set of subjects for part two. OK, so our next section that we are going to be discussing is your favourite era now that's uh you know that's something that I chose as well. Um, not not this particular era, uh, even though it is a favorite era. Would you uh, like to enlighten the listener on what that is? Yeah, I think I've I've sort of mentioned it
1: a few times, but um, again, it's very very difficult. I have lots of lots of favorite eras. You know, I love uh, John Pertwee I love Matt Smith. Peter Capaldi got a big soft spot for Jody Whitaker's era. However, there is one, the OG. It's it's gotta be Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred. Oh. Not all of not all of Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> not all of it.
0: <laughs> no. You don't like season twenty-five and twenty six, do you? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think yeah. You're yeah. Opposite world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think um season twenty-four, it's as its highlights, done it, but it's mm. it's
0: it's not... 25, 20, 25 26 um it's it's a golden era it's not it's uh 24 it's not quite there yet is it it's cooking
1: and I it's definitely and again Andrew Carmell who I'll, I'll speak about at length if if you'll let me um it, it it's definitely him picking up the pieces mm. and trying to put something together mm. um and you know it's got it's got some good stories. Delta mm-hmm. and the Bannermen, it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah, I love Delta and the Bannermen.
1: Yeah, no, I like Delta and the Bannerman. It's it's a it's a good you know it's a good episode. I don't think Sylvester McCoy's quite found his his place yet, but he, he has some moments in there. And and, mm-hmm. and there's Dragonfire. Fire
0: again. Don't think quite
1: found his feet
0: yet. Yeah,
1: there's some not so good episodes in there as well. Mm-hmm.
0: I think we all know which one you mean.
1: <laughs> Actually, what, I I. I I, I, I tried to watch that recently. Really? You know, when the box set came out, I didn't buy yeah. a box set. I, just, I watched, I think, <laughs> brick,
0: brick box or something.
1: You just watch your VHS. Yeah, yeah I watched my VHS <laughs> recorded from UK Gold from halfway through part two onwards. But, you, um... you watched your 1987
0: <laughs> recording on Betamax video.
1: <laughs> on oh, Betamax video, yeah, yeah. Um, st- still a better, better format than VHS, but...
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So I've yeah, heard. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's. It's definitely not bad. But I think probably when you put it up against its um, older brothers, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't stand up, clear, does
0: it? it? No, 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 no. And uh, well, and
1: I'm I I'm, I'm, I'm missing one? I'm not serious?
0: Yeah, Paradise Towers. Oh, oh Paradise Towers is bad. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Once you get past yeah. the uh, R- uh, Richard. Bra- is it Richard Bryars? Yeah, it's Richard yes, Bryars, isn't Richard Bryant, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, th- I think. I think Paradise Towers would be very, very, very good if it was a season later. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I think the idea behind it and the concept behind it all is, is you know, it's sound.
0: Mm. And, and um, do you know what, as well, what I find with season 24 is you kind of have to adjust your, your, yourself uh, for watching something like season twenty-four, you can't go into it thinking it's going to be this great, it, and think it's going to be this big, serious thing. There's some serious ideas in there, but it, you've got to adjust yourself. I think it's the same with any Doctor Who story. Sometimes you, you know, you you want to watch big, big, fun, wacky adventures. Sometimes you want to watch something serious. Sometimes you want to watch something scary. And I think that's the beauty of Doctor Who. I think the problem with season twenty-four is. It was just the it just wasn't quite there yet, I think I think it was it was all a little bit the same,
1: yeah, and I agree with that, and I think there's there was a bit of an identity crisis. It's it's kind of like those um it's kind of like the teenage years, isn't it? It's like they it don't is. quite know what they want to be, and and again, I don't I don't you know I'm, I'm I don't quite know what was going on behind the scenes, but I imagine you know uh, from what I understand, Andrew Cartman was sort of thrown into it to it, probably mm. wanted to make his own sort of put his own stamp on it, but certainly from from somebody who's quite un, un, uneducated in it, and and just from a viewer's point of view. It feels like he was he was sort of trying to edge his sort of influence in there mm. on something that was already preconceived. Well, I don't think he you wanted.
0: Uh, I don't think he wanted time in the Rani to start with. I don't think he wanted that story. Um Would you. I think he... <laughs> so I think it, you know you, you don't you don't really see his his mark on the series until until you get to the next season, really. When when he did get the influence, it. it... It it went with a bang, sort of thing, and remember
1: it's the Daleks. I mean, you're straight in there, aren't you?
0: Mm, yeah, you're you straight.
1: Can... It is like kicks the back doors open, sort of thing. It's just like this is this is a new era. Hmm. Yeah. It feels different. It's it smells different. Uh, that's a really strange adjective to use, but it does feel so different. The cheap sets are gone. You know, mm. it, the, the the that 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 weird sort of pink feeling it all had before has yeah.
0: gone. It's you know, it's suddenly set in even though it, I mean Remembrance is set in you know 1963. It's, it feels like the real world. All of a sudden, it feels like Doctor Who's suddenly gone into the real world again. Just look at it. You know the the location filming. Yes. Each of those characters as well is so strong. I mean, y- you're leaning into so so many different things in that story. You've got you've got your kind of racism going on in there. You've got your you know, well, the the racism runs all the way through the story. You know, even with the the Daleks, with your, your two factions of Daleks fighting against and each other,
1: the story is about racism, isn't it? there's no there's no two ways yes, about it. Is, it. Yeah. It's about this. Yeah. It's about this. These genocidal racist instincts, and I think mm. you know, even the the backdrop setting on the on in the in the sixties London. You know, when when Ace turns around, the the sign in the window mm. and it says "No Blacks." Yeah, you know, it absolutely that that feeling of racism completely permeates it. But it it feels like it's written so much like a sort of I don't know, like a it feels like John Pitcher's story in its heyday. You know, that real there was a real realism there, wasn't there, with John yeah, Pertwee's, the, You know, it yeah. was it was always like you know they got the army in to do all the unit bits and things like yeah. that. Or, and the story starts straight off. You know, it's straight. Yeah. He's in the back of the van. They're driving off, and and then suddenly they're standing off a Dalek in a in a yeah. in a scrapyard,
0: and it's a great scene. It does. It doesn't let up. It's it's no. it's straight. You know, it's straight out there. The energy between each scene. It's it doesn't stop. It doesn't slow down. It's constant, and that's not to say that it's it's you know completely full of you know. And breakneck. Wonder and breakneck, you know, going to breakneck speed because it, it it is, you know, it does, it does ease off, but it's it just feels like it's 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 every single bit of that story is aiming for something, you know, something there's, that's there's, there's
1: absolutely no no wastage there whatsoever, is there? No, nothing at all. And nothing. I think I kind of, I kind of think, you know, and again, I watch this again recently, like I do every you know six months. Mm it it stands up as such a well written, such a tight piece of TV. Mm. Um it's just phenomenal. It's just yeah. really, really phenomenal. And I think, you know, even 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 down to the characterization, the, the doctor's characterization, it it, it kind of does a bit of an about turn
0: in 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 remembrance.
1: It's like a, a completely new doctor suddenly arrives.
0: Yeah definitely i mean yeah. can you can you imagine uh the cafe scene taking place in any of the more recent like when i say more recent i mean more recent 1980s series you know i i can't imagine that taking place you know
1: sylvester, sylvester mccoy pulls a ferret out of his trousers
0: <laughs> I can imagine. Starts, play,
1: starts playing the spoons
0: <laughs> it would and make just... you tea sweet <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I didn't, you know, and again, it's just, and I think I think I, I, I saw something, or read something once about like how um, it was kind of like Sylvester McCoy and Andrew Cartmell sort of kicking it about and and Sylvester McCoy's had an auntie or something that was like, in fact, I think he, he told this story when I went to see him once. He had an auntie who was like 100 years old and never drunk in her life and she was just so, so alone because she'd lived for so long and she'd seen all her friends die and he kind of thought mm. that's, that's, she'd never drunk in her life and he thought that's exactly what it'd be like to be this mm. ancient time lord
0: yeah, and
1: she, she suddenly started drinking when she was 100 years old and drank herself to death in six months you wow. know and it's, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah i know it's a really sad story but it, you can see that that mm. weariness he has got and then obviously that feeds into that that characterization sort of feeds into the new adventures mm-hmm. with time's champion and all this sort of stuff and then feeds into this, the, the 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 series you know the, the new series from 2005 onwards yeah and I stand by the the fact if if Michael Grade had cancelled Doctor Who when he wanted to cancel it back before Trial of a Time Lord there'd be no 2005 series it would be this quirky little show you know I think I think you know Sylvester McCoy Andrew Cartmell and Sophie Aldred and I'm sure there's hundreds of others behind the scenes you know mm. part of this you know they're the reason why we're still
0: sat here talking about this show today I think so I think I think you're right you know you, you, and you can see you know and and and, and it's often discussed about how the series kind of it was getting it was getting good just as it was cancelled. But I think, okay, yeah, it was it was cancelled and it maybe shouldn't have been cancelled. But in some ways, I think it was it was good that it was cancelled because it went out on a high. I think the classic series, you know, can you imagine if it had ended with, you know, I mean, I, I, I do like. A lot of the '80s stuff, but if it hadn't come back for Trial of a Time Lord and it had finished with, with Colin Baker's first series, you know, like you say, it probably would have not been as fondly remembered as it is these days. You got people like Russell T. Davis, who were the driving force
1: behind, you know, bringing it back. You look at the stuff; I think he did a big finish recently, didn't he? From based on one of his stories. Mm, it yeah, it's all Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, sort of, you know, Mel, sort of, sort of era. So I kind of think. It made it. I think it informed a lot of TV afterwards. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and and we'll talk a little bit about Ace in more detail. But you know, let's let's face it. She's
0: the best companion they've ever had. Oh, I mean, you know, when I think uh, think about that, actually, I think you know you you're not far you're not far wrong with that opinion on Ace. I think I'm spot on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you look at the development of of Ace. I think that that is a a big factor in to why she is one of the best companions. Uh, you say the best companion objectively, I, the best companion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I, just, I, just <laughs> you know, I, I talked about this in in my in the, the the last one that I did discussing the the fact that there was no development with a lot of the companions. You know, I, oh, mean, even... I would go. I would. I would argue against that. I would even say there was there
1: was regressive development. So, mm. interestingly enough, um, like I said to you, I mentioned to you previously, my partner's son loves the Sarah Jane Adventures. It was his, mm. when he was growing up, he used to watch Sarah Jane Adventures. You know, mm. uh, and obviously, so he's you know, my partner used to watch it with him. I showed um her the first series that Sarah Jane did. You know, the t- the Time Warrior and things yeah. like that. Um, Death of Daleks. Yeah, great. But well, That
0: character that she comes back as is that character from the first series she did. I agree because after after Robot, I think Robot is probably the last time you see yeah. that original version of Sarah Jane. She's, yeah, I think you probably see a little bit of it in Genesis of the
1: Daleks,
0: and mm. but,
1: but after yeah. that, she sort of she sort of melts away.
0: Yeah, she she almost becomes this kind of wacky sidekick to the Doctor rather than being her own strong character. And you know, yeah. and absolutely a lot of people. Uh, it's You know, she is their favourite companion A lot of people grew up with Sarah Jane And a lot of people love that version of her And and I enjoy that version of her with yeah with Tom Baker's think, yeah. Doctor But I do think you're right in that she, you know She definitely became a, a much weaker character I agree with you And like I say, this is not me
1: saying that you know, she was a bad character mm. I'm just saying that it's a very different character <laughs> And I kind of feel it's slightly regressive Mm. You know, from becoming this very, very strong feminist journalist. And and, mm. and and we're talking, we're talking in the early 70s,
0: aren't we? Whereas um, a character like Ace um was very much, and I think I think this is something that the 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 series failed to do a lot until Ace came along, is Ace was clearly created and she was clearly given a backstory and yep. development. And it and it is the the template for, for what Russell T Davies would would come up with it, with the Doctor and Rose.
1: It's absolutely the template, and it it becomes a story about the companion. Do you know what it? it it's like it like the Doctor becomes the main character in someone else's story, mm. I, and I think that's really 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 you know, the way they pulled it off was really amazing. You know, if if you're watching something like you know, <sighs> Ghostlight. That's not a story about the doctor. That's a no. that's a story, but that's a story about Ace. The doctor's just this wacky side character, who, wacky. This you know, <laughs> this not so much wacky. Go, it's like, but you know, this, the, the doctor's just sort of a part of of the story around Ace. Yeah, and I kind of feel that was a template that that started with Rose,
0: and it works. It does, and I think it's 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 needed as well. I think you know because. We, you know, we all love, we all love our Jamie's, We all love our Romanas. I mean, actually, Romana. I will say, I will say one thing about Romana. I think Romana became more of the 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 lead in the show than than Tom Baker did. Um, in her last, well, not in last series, but in season seventeen, uh, she was she kind of almost took on the role of the Doctor. I would say, but again, I, it's I, I it's, agree it's, with you, yeah, the unofficial first female Time Lord. <laughs> Well, no, she is hey, the first, she uh, she is the first female time lord, but the unofficial first female doctor. She sort of becomes the centre of the story, doesn't she? Mm. Yeah, she kind
1: of but leads what, it. You know, it's it's interesting. You see a lot of this in, and again, it's it's a bit of a cliche one. But *Silence of the Lambs*, you always think about, you know, Ant, Anthony Hopkins and, mm. and playing Hannibal Lecter. He's mm. in that film for twelve. He's in that film for twelve minutes. You look at something like *Pirates of the Caribbean*. The first thing you think of is Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm. But certainly in the good films, he's not the main character. No, it's all no, about, he's no not. it's all about it's all about what's his face and and what's their face.
0: Yeah,
1: I know who God. you mean,
0: Orlando Bloom, that... and uh... can't remember the characters' names. No, no, no. Yeah, You know what I mean. But it's, then it's... again, yeah, that's that's it. Your your, your, your your memory is clouded by the fact that you think it's about Captain Jack Sparrow. But it, but it's not, and it's not about the Doctor. You know, no. and, and
1: that's what really drives it because I like this idea. Of the doctor being some kind of I think I think Moffat took it a little bit too far, maybe, but you know, this this uh, and and Russell T. Davis to a certain extent, this this kind of like untouchable sort mm. of very alien character. Mm. You know, and we could never see if we try and see the world for, if they try and present the world to us through his eyes, they're always gonna, it's always gonna look crap. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if we see this adventure through Ace's eyes, mm. And the
0: doctor's just a part of that, but the main character in that, it, it, it becomes such a richer experience. Yeah, I agree. So we've got season twenty-five then. So yeah, you, you know, you've got the uh, you've got Remembrance, you've got Happiness Patrol, you've got uh Silver Nemesis and Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Oh, don't 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 talk to me about Great Show in the Galaxy. Okay, I won't um, mention that one. Um still what... still terrifies me. See, I'm I'm um, I'm a huge fan of Silver Nemesis, even though I I know a lot of people don't like Silver Nemesis. What's your thoughts? I, on that? I'm intrigued.
1: I, I'll tell you my thoughts on Silver Nemesis and my my big memory of Silver Nemesis, bar, barring the fact that um, my memory of Ace throwing the the bomb in the mm-hmm. Cyberman spaceship was the fact that I probably remember. You know, when you're younger and like three weeks feels like a lifetime. Yeah. So I went to Boots, funnily enough with my dad mm. to try and get the silver nemesis vhs you know the the one that was um green the
0: shiny green and
1: silver one sh- yeah 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 and they said no we haven't got it but we'll order it for you and i can remember and this this is no joke actually i can remember weeks and weeks it was like that one of those montages the sad little boy sat there waiting for something <laughs> you know every, every every weekend dad go and see if you've got silver nemesis you know, I don't think we even had a house phone at the time. Dad, go and see Boots. <laughs> have got Silver Nemesis yep. You know, I'd send my dad and my grandma to town every week, going around. You know, Andy's records and, and W. H. Smith's, trying to find this Silver Nemesis.
0: Every, every day, he would push his bike up to the top of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Excuse Just me. That... Have you got Silver Nemesis yet? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mister Best. No. Oh. <laughs> All the way back down again. All the way back down.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we didn't have a car either, so we had to um, we had to um, get the bus <laughs> every weekend to try and yeah. find Silver Nemesis. And, and like you know, where we mm. lived, there wasn't a big. It's not like we lived in a major city or anything like that. So you know, yeah, we yeah. had W. H. Smiths. We had um, Andy's Records. They oh. sometimes had the odd VHS in, didn't they? Yeah. Woolworths. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wool- Woolies. That was my that was Woolies. my go to place. That was your go to. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the boots also had like a little section of videos, and it was boots who, who oh, have been w- I can't remember, who it is. I don't mm. think it's relevant to the story. But I remember they had a science fiction convention in the town hall. Mm. I don't, you might have gone to that. I mean, this was before the years before we knew each other, but it was when the gentleman was walking around dressed as the, um, in the suits
0: for the um, Tomb of the Cybermen. Yes, I did go to a few of those town hall uh, yes. events, yes. yes. Yeah, and and we found
1: Remembrance of the Daleks and Silver Nemesis. Yeah, so we bought them, and I remember watching so, uh, Remembrance of the Daleks and thinking, "This is this is the boss." Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is the best bit of TV I've ever seen. If I die right now, I'll be happy. <laughs> and then I remember watching Silver Nemesis, and do you know what? I loved it in a different way. Mm. I don't think it stands up as well, and, no. and it, 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 it's kind of the same story as Remembrance of
0: the Daleks as well. It is, yeah. But I do like Lady Painful. Yeah, oh yeah, you can't. I mean, come on. I mean, I think, I think again with with something like Silver Nemesis, you kind of have to dial yourself down a little bit. And you know, yeah. you you watch that story, and you've got a couple of people from what is it, the 16th century, 15th century? I don't, I can't remember where they come from appearing in the middle of a tea room in Windsor. You know, yeah. No. It's great.
1: It's a good. It's a good romp. But, but I mean, it's it's just when you watch it after *Remembrance of the Daleks*, mm. it, it you know it, it, it again. It's like this season twenty four against twenty five, isn't it?
0: You know what it's like. It's like, um, and you know, this might be you know it's controversial. I know the film's controversial, but you've got got the last Jedi, and yeah. then you've got the rise of Skywalker, and don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I think The Last Jedi is doing something really different and really fantastic with Star Wars. And you've yeah. got The Rise of Skywalker, which is still a very entertaining film, but it's it's just a romp. It's not really doing anything. I'm I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. Do you know what? I'm, I'm really not. And like, you know,
1: I'll watch it. I'll give it, I, I can take it or leave it sort of thing. But I remember mm-hmm. watching two Star Wars films that I really, 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 really loved was Rogue One. Yeah and the last jedi Mm -hmm. yeah and i loved them and then i remember watching um the rise of skywalker is it yes yeah and i it just felt like somebody was just just it it felt again so regressive yeah yeah i I did not
0: i did not enjoy that film I, i was bored I, I wasn't cinema. bored I was because I, I was entertained in the same way that silver Nemesis entertains me but there's not a lot of substance there and I think that's that's kind of you know that's kind of what I'm kind of getting at that if you take aside the the fact that the same stories remembrance remembrance has substance silver nemesis doesn't have substance but I enjoy both of them who was the woman in the car Oh um Mrs.
1: Remington. Yeah but, but she was like some big star or something wasn't she?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming she was a star of uh, of the 80s but um she I heard wasn't... she got paid, she got paid more for that episode than um Sylvester McCoy did. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, I
1: heard that. I don't know if it's true or not but I've got absolutely not a Scooby Doo she is.
0: We surely do, honey. We surely do.
1: It's it's done in such
0: a way <laughs> it's a
1: great impression. It's done in such a way that that you know you feel like you should know her. Yes, like it's
0: it, it's it's definitely like set up. a car. Look whose car we've just got in. Mm. Look at these hijinks. It's so, like uh, I'm I'm presuming. I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I'm presuming it's uh, something to compare it to would be possibly Lady Painfort getting in Kim Kardashian's car, yeah. maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's how it. That's how it sort of felt. It should have been, but I don't think it landed that way. And I'm not sure if it didn't. If it landed that way in in the eighties, I'm quite. In tune with what people, no, I am not in tune with what people into the eighties, but you know, you, you know a good face, don't you? The you know a big face, but I just yeah, don't you do. Know who yeah, that is.
0: no, no, I don't know,
1: and that is that is so set up like an obvious cameo, like you know, I just don't, mm. I don't get it. But I, I did hear that she got paid more than Sylvester McCoy did, so I don't know That's who the insane. hell it is. That's insane. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just, it's
1: just a very, very odd scene, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, quite, quite, quite contrived that like it's been put in there.
0: But again, it's it's a bad scene. No, it's not a bad scene. Um, One thing I, you know, I know we're talking quite a lot about *Silver Nemesis* right now, but it's 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 one of those stories that kind of it was there when I was a kid, you know. So I've watched quite quite a lot of it. But um, you've talked about the greatest show in the galaxy. (laughs) Uh, well, sort of. But what do you think about the Happiness Patrol? Because um... I, I want
1: to go back to The great Show in the Galaxy as well. We're going to well... take a long time on this one. I'm sorry, James. Oh, no, no, don't apologise. <laughs> do not apologise. We'll we we'll uh, we'll discuss as much as you want. I think the Happiness Patrols is probably one of my favourite episodes of Doctor Who, f- favourite serials of Doctor Who ever made. Really? Yeah, I absolutely adore the Happiness Patrol. And again, this is one of these things that has probably grown on me as I got older. Mm. And I think when I when I first watched it, it was kind of take it or leave it. It's quite a disposable piece of piece of media. But I I absolutely love that that program now, and I love there's so much undertone to it. It's very much like Paradise Towers. I think it's quite a grown up story about quite a grown up themes. Yeah. Um, it feels a bit comic book in its way. It feels a bit Alan Moore V for Vendetta sort of. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's it's this. I think it suffers through a budget, but I think the concept and idea behind it are phenomenal.
0: It's got it's got a lot of layers in there,
1: hasn't it? There's a lot of layers. In there. I I heard as well. I, can you remember when I um re-edited and sent it to you in black and white? Yes. Yeah. And I t- turned the the because con- I heard it was there was originally the idea was to to film it that way. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's a a big takedown of Margaret Thatcher, isn't
0: it? It is, yeah, it is. Yeah. And I I, I know your political opinions as well, so...
1: let's not get political
0: about this. (laughs) I lived in Sheffield for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw bits of it when I was a kid on its original transmission. Um, I remember the Candyman getting melted in the the, uh, pipes at the end this is an interesting one. What do you think of the Candyman? I really like the Candyman. Yeah, I really I like think, the Candyman. <laughs> I think he's one of the best villains that Doctor Who's ever created. You kind of, to some, to a lot of people, he's this ridiculous, he, I think that he's meant to be a ridiculous yeah. character, but he's fantastic. That, that Was it you who sent me a clip maybe earlier in the year, or maybe I just saw it on Twitter, um, of him? Did he cut his fingers off or something when he was
1: yeah. chopping stuff? He's just hilarious. Yeah. He's he's hilarious in a way like
0: He's made of sweets, and sweets are meant to <laughs> make meant to bring pleasure to people.
1: Yeah, but it's cleverly disarming, isn't it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fact that it's this idea of ridicule and I was watching like, you know, these crappy YouTube channels where they do ten worst Doctor who villains yeah. and things like that. And and you see him on there and it's like, you just don't get it. It's the most sadistic horrible i mean his backstory was it kind of like scientist or i know big finish did a lot and it didn't
0: didn't yeah big finish did something uh i can't really remember what it was uh what it was about um he's a very horrific character
1: yeah and 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 i kind of like that juxtaposition between that ridicule that he inspires and the malevolence inside him if you Mm. know what i mean Mm. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's very it's it's a it's a good story. It's a very interesting story. It would have been a lot better in black and white. Do it in Schindler's Listy sort of way, you know, like black and white with just flares of pink here and there. Yeah, I was amazing, it? Yeah,
0: I think so. I mean, can you imagine imagine all the sets being black and white? If they'd have done all the sets in black and white, but they'd had the 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 pink colours and the Candyman's colours against that yeah. that kind of dark grey. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. I think they did a
1: they did a compute there's a there's a video game that came out called I can't remember what it's called now, but it it was very much based on that same idea of nobody could be unhappy. Mm. Um We Happy Few, I think it was called. Mm. And 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 I was I was playing that and it's it's not a particularly good game. It's got a really good like theme and feel to it though, and I and I thought somebody's been watching too much happiness patrol. And it's quite adult. and the, and, and you kind of, you know, again, Sylvester McCoy gets some really good scenes in it. Mm. Yeah, you know, that bit with the with the sniper. The the guy just oozes malevolence, you know, and again it comes back to what I was saying before about being the main character
0: in someone else's story. You wouldn't want to get in a
1: TARDIS with him, would you?
0: No, you wouldn't. Is is your, your kind of your 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 uncle that you're not quite sure about. Yeah, not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I hope not. Anyways, you've just ruined remembrance of Daleks for me. <laughs> Any other thoughts about the Happiness Patrol, then? I just think it's bloody good. I like the pink TARDIS. Mm. If
0: Character Options does a pink TARDIS, I'll be straight down B&M. Well, I'm sure that I heard that they were doing it, or they at least had the had the idea to do it, but I'm not sure if they did or not. I'll tell you what, if your dad is down in B&M
1: and he sees a pink TARDIS and he doesn't buy it for me, I'll disown him. <laughs> not
0: buy it for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'll definitely. Do you know what? I've, I was thinking about buying a character options TARDIS and painting it pink. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's it's a very nice. It's a it's a very nice look.
0: Did you see the? Um... I know you did because you 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 were discussing it with me on Twitter. <laughs> did you see the um, pink TARDIS in London a few months ago when uh, when the Barbie film came out? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. I'd, I'd keep it. I I, I won't
1: complain. Do you know what? I would love. For them just to have a hot pink TARDIS. Mm. In the same way I loved the Star Trek fans' reaction to the musical episode, mm. I would love the fans' reaction to a hot pink TARDIS.
0: They should have yeah, stuck with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It would work. So how do you feel about the the end of the happiness patrol then with um Helena's downfall? I mean, it's, you know, it's quite, I remember as a kid being quite sad about her dog dying. Let's say it's a dog. It's an alien creature, isn't it? Fifi. Fifi. You know,
1: interestingly enough, actually, my first memory of Fifi was in Dimensions of Time. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's on. It's on one of the market stalls, isn't it? And I think by that point, um, that was 1993, UK Gold hadn't got to those episodes. And, and Happiness Patrol, I, I can never remember it when I was younger. Maybe the, my, my parents didn't video record it for me the, on the old Betamaxes, but mm. I remember seeing it and thinking, that's horrible. It's sad, and, isn't it? You know, it? Yeah, and I think it, it's, a, it's a very, very, very... Uh, I would never feel sad about
0: Fifi dying. Really? Or oh, Helena. No, or oh, Helena. You know, for me, um, looking back back on it now, I kind of look at it as, you know, this this woman who insists on people being happy. You know, she there is a there is a weak point to her. There is something that will make her sad. Not that I'm saying that you know she should be forgiven for anything, obviously, but there there is a very there's 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 sadness there. I think about her. You know, there is. Oh yeah, yeah yeah and again again this
1: is this is the sort of depth of character that you'd never get in in, in previous areas i mean i think there was mm-hmm. absolutely a sadness there why would you why would you try and make her be happy if you weren't sad yourself yeah and i think you know and i think yeah it's 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 a very 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 she, she's a layered character it's a very layered story um i think it suffers a lot like i say budgetary mm-hmm. i think the the Candyman's phenomenal uh, and i would absolutely love to see the Candyman in the new series. Mm. In fact, if if you were going to say to me one one character that you'd bring back into the new series now, it would absolutely be the Candyman. Yeah, I think they could do something really interesting with him these days.
0: Mm.
1: Or her, or her, yeah. You could could gender swap it, the Candy yeah. Lady, the Candy Lady. That's um, you know, potentially less copyright infringing. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's 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 a nice. It, it's just it's it, the happiness process nicely in that series. You know, you've got you've got um, you've got. What's after Happiness Patrol? Is it Silver? Sylvan- so you it- the,
0: the, the correct order is that I think I believe they they filmed it out of order um of what they broadcast it in, but I believe the correct order of the series is Remembrance and then the Happiness yep. Patrol and yep. then then Silver Nemesis and then you've got The Greatest Show in the Galaxy.
1: I love the Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But it, it it terrifies me to the very fibre of my being every moment of that story. And I think this is just like a, a you know old memory. And again, I, I, I said at the start of this about the the ticket inspector, but mm-hmm. that episode stands up. And again, this this goes back to that that that, that mythology, science fiction, old gods sort of you know the gods mm. of Ragnarok and sort of thing. This ancient evil, which, mm. which which you know I really 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 like. I enjoy I enjoy stories like that. I, I, again, this is it's a masterpiece. Mm. Yeah, absolutely yeah, is. Chief Clown. I I bought. Did they do like a comic or something where they got like these little figurines with them?
0: Yeah, I think it was. Um, was it that? Was it the Eagle Moss stuff that they were doing at yeah, the time? It could have been. And I, I can remember. I went into a, a a
1: comic store. I remember going in there a few a few years ago, and I found I've I've got the um, Chief Clown Eagle Moss. One of the great performances of Doctor Who, Chief Clown.
0: I mean, what can be more creepier than a clown driving around in a hearse? Oh, it's not just that, though. I think it, it, he doesn't play as a clown, does he? No, he doesn't. No,
1: he, he play. He play. He's got this clown. It's interesting, actually, because Ace, I think Ace says it at the beginning, doesn't she? You know, you never know the true, the true emotions, and and mm. he actually takes that to heart. He, he does not play that anything mm. like a clown. Mm. It's uh, it's such. A, and he was in EastEnders afterwards, wasn't he?
0: Yes, he was. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ian Reddington, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and I can remember, obviously, great show in Galaxy. And I remember watching EastEnders when I was younger. And then I remember putting him to, and it's just like completely two separate entities in my brain. I could not mm. believe that person was was Chief Clown because that character didn't have an actor. If you know what I mean, for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such a
1: horrific, horrible. It,
0: he's he's yeah. He's not a, he's not a person playing the part. He's actually the part, isn't he? I think I think that's it's what it is. So he exists scary. as a character without being a, a character that's played. And, by and you somebody. buy into it. You buy into it so much. It's, mm. it's
1: genuinely scary, and it genuinely, genuinely is scary. Mm. And do you know what? I don't think I've watched it for about a year, so I might watch it again over this weekend because
0: mm.
1: it's it's such a fantastic. And do you know, what? there's there's parts of that story that are very, like you said, you have to sort of go with the flow with it. You know, yeah. like there's the. There's a Doctor Who nerd, isn't there? There's the Adrian Mole. Hmm. Yeah. The, the entire the entire story is a bit of a piss take out of Doctor Who. You know, it's not as good as it used to be. And yeah. And all that sort of stuff. Yeah. A Nord. Yeah. Nord. Yeah. Nord. Yeah. Nord. Yeah. V- Nord VPN. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not sponsored. <laughs> uh, but that's a good segue. <laughs> 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 but um but you know it, it's all very very you know over the top sort of sort of humor
0: but mm. it's kind of all framed in a way mm. that works i agree with you and and you know even but even down to those things that are over the top i mean you know as much as uh it's whiz kid isn't it the the doctor who fan uh yeah. it's not doctor who fan but it's a psychic circus fan <laughs> it is a doctor who fan he, um, he might be a doctor who fan but <laughs> he probably is um yeah but um, you know, even like down to you know how how disturbing his death is. You know, you don't see it; it's off off screen. You hear him his his screams. It's as over top as his character is. Over the top as his character is. It's still really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. how he is killed. Who's yeah. exploring? What's his name? Captain. Is Captain? Is it Captain Cook? I think he is Captain Cook. It yeah. is Captain um, Cook, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Captain, Captain Cook, even even him, he's the his non caringness, is mm. ambivalence to it all, is is, and this is it, and this is what I say, the cartmel, you know, you've got the Happiness Patrol, you've got Great Show in the Galaxy, they're very light, they're, they're what you know, last year if it, if it was a year before there'd be these light hearted romps, mm. but yeah, he's taken these light hearted romps and he's sort of added so much texture, yeah, to them, yeah. And it's fantastic. You know, there's never going to be a situation in a 50 years time when someone's going to be looking back at Doctor Who and saying, "Great Show in the Galaxy. This is one of the, you know, it, it's not a city of death or anything like that. But no.
0: it kind of is better than that.
1: Do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: No, I do. I do know exactly what you mean. And I think it's helped a lot by, you know, as crazy as it sounds, it's helped a lot by the fact that it it's filmed the way it's filmed as well. There's no studio scenes because because of the uh, a issue. A- asbestos. The asbestos, yeah. <laughs>
1: the the issue.
0: <laughs> the issue. <laughs> the, the <laughs> issue. <laughs> it's asbestos. It's not it's not that bad. It's the asbestos. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean if it, can you imagine I mean it, I mean it still would have been a great story, but the, the fact that they erected a, a tent out in the car park, I think that adds to it. It really does.
1: And it, it looks good. It looks great. It looks like a, a um it looks like a again, you know, this 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 is what I said to you before, wasn't it, about Remembrance of the Daleks. It mm. all looks real. It doesn't look yeah. bad at all, it doesn't look cheap, it doesn't no, it look doesn't. you know. It doesn't at all. And I think the thing is and there's that scene as well, isn't there? And just to mention this, that scene where um Sylvester McCoy's walking away from the tent and it explodes. Yeah. And it, mm. he doesn't not flinch. And it, I again, I remember seeing him uh, a few years ago when he was talking about like you know, his his stage his his stage show days when mm. he used to strap bombs to his chest and let them off, and that's where mm. he kind of got his that that ability to do that sort of thing. And it's yeah, you know, it's it's, it's so good. Mm. I love the scenes as well with the um, gods of Ragnarok, the entertain entertainers. Yeah, oh, you you do it. I mean, you can do it really well.
0: Entertainers. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. Entertain us or die.
1: I, I, I really like that. I I I love those scenes. And again, you know, the fact that it's this kind of personified. It always feels like you know, um, Hellblazer, mm. sort of thing they'd do. You know, yeah. the, you know the John Constantine um, sort of old the old comics, the original <laughs> ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. where there's a a family that actually happened to be immortal mm. gods. Kind of neo-Gaiman-esque, isn't it?
0: I think to a the general viewing audience back in what 1988, it probably a lot of the stuff went over over their heads, you know. But to the there was all waiting for Lovejoy to come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, in like... fact,
1: Eric, on it, out of Lovejoy. He was he was um Yeah. What's his name?
0: Um Dead Deadbeat. Uh, yeah, Deadbeat, yeah. 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 So he was out of Love wasn't he? Deadbeat. Yeah, yeah, Deadbeat, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think a lot of it goes over 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 the general public's heads, but it's there's a lot of again a lot of layers in it. It's there's, it's a story with with lots of layers. So then we we follow on with season twenty six. Well, which, which is objectively the best season of Doctor Who ever made. And we begin with Battlefield. So Battlefield gets a lot of stick, doesn't it? It does, but I will defend it. I
1: will always defend Battlefield. So you were going to say to the hilt, which was quite quite uh, um, apt for Battlefield. Yeah, Since <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about a big sword.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> why does it get hate? I think most of it is down to the acting, actually, because uh, I think it's got a really good storyline. Uh, but I think there's a lot of uh, I think I I think in 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 kind of these days it's been reappraised a little bit. I think uh, you know a lot of people are changing their mind. On it. it, it is a slightly over the top, and I think out of all four stories from season twenty six, uh, Battlefield is probably the one that is probably the most over the top story. You know, you've got um, Mordred laughing his head off.
1: Oh, he, he's chewing scenery like a yeah, it's, it,
0: and you've you've got the high camp of uh, of Gene Marsh's Morgaine. So you you've got a it's very on the nose but i think there's so many great ideas in that story there's so much there that again it's it's adding on more layers to the the seventh doctor it's it's adding on more layers to the series as a whole it was one of the first seventh doctor stories i'd watched so i'd seen the curse of fenric i mean as a whole because i'd seen bits of everything as i was a kid yeah. you know watching it on transmission but i'd see so i'd seen the curse of fenric and then i saw battlefield battlefield was probably the next one because it was shown on BBC One in the early nineties as a. It was always repeat repeated, CV. wasn't it?
1: Why did they never do remembrance?
0: I don't know. It's it's really unusual, isn't it? Why they chose Battlefield over? And that's yeah. not that's not to knock Battlefield, but it's very unusual they would choose Battlefield and not remembrance because Battlefield was shown probably about wasn't released on video for maybe five years after it was repeated on BBC One. Mm-hmm. So, so my Good a lot problem, of my memories of Battlefield comes from from watching that repeat. During the repeat
1: if, if season any, it, it's a great story. It's a great story. Bambera, I love Bambera. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, they were going to bring Bambera back for the Zygon Inversion.
0: Oh, why didn't they?
1: I know, I know. And that would have, it was supposed to be, you know, it, when they're at um, Truth or Consequences and they, they come out the church, mm. it was supposed to be Bambera's son oh, as wow. one of the soldiers. I know oh, that would have worked wow. so good. And I, I you know, I, I I just wanted the, the the cliffhanger to that episode to be was it the cycle invasion first? Sagan invasion, cycle invasion, wasn't it? Yeah, I think to so, be... yeah.
0: Oh shame. Oh, can you imagine? She's a great brigadier, and I mean we've we've talked about this before, you know, of where we would have gone with a season 27. Um, but it almost felt like they were laying the foundations for a new a new unit. And, and this is where
1: season 27 in my dream and listen if you're listening big finish get in touch 25 percent. we'll sort it <laughs> earth-based like the back in the past three years the mm-hmm. the unit family sort of thing but bambera Anselin, and you know at the end of battlefield all those all those knights are left on earth aren't they they're just yes. basically cut them off mm-hmm. integrated into unit
0: mm-hmm. so
1: you could have these unit soldiers walking around in uniform with these swords and things like yeah. that, it'd be a great series wouldn't it, yeah. and I'd do a, I'd, I'd also do, in that I'd do a um, second part, uh, part two of the demons mm. you know, so it's set in Devil's End yeah, great, Nick Briggs get in touch
0: <laughs> you've got characters as well, like you know you've got Anselin in there, and he's a fantastic character you know, he's so, he's such a he's, he's a laugh really you know, and uh, he works so well with, with Bambera, it feels like We've known he's those like the...
1: characters for years. Yeah, he's like the comedy relief in that sort of that episode, isn't he? But he's not yeah. he's not overtly comedic, but again, it's seeing things through his eyes, isn't it? He's completely new to the world. Yeah. And um but yeah, I think, you know, this this fictional series twenty seven that I'm thinking of, could you imagine how great it'd be to have, you know, Sylvester McCoy's doctor working in a unit lab while Ace goes off and starts playing with the rocket launchers and things like that? You yeah, know?
0: yeah. A a, a a unit house, a big old house in the uh, in the woods, in the forests. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, the Brigadier won't be a main character,
1: but he'd be like the one who comes in for the finale. Mm. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's it's it's, and I love the ending of it as well. You know, and I think at the ending gets a lot of stick about. You know, basically the Doctor talking in, talking down Morgaine, and um, from using nuclear weapons with these. You know, I've seen a lot of um, negative comments about it, but it's great.
0: I think, I cat, think so. it,
1: that was definitely a, a cartmel sort of because he was big into his anti-war, anti-anti anti yeah. anti-anim, animal testing sort of thing, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, and I I think there's there's a lot of that world to explore as well. I think there's 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 so much of of that world, the whole Merlin aspect of it as well.
1: I, if it, personally for me, I probably I, I like the idea of that. I like the idea of that not being explored further. Simply because I like that mystery. I like I like that idea. I mean, mm. that's a great bit where he says, it says, dig hole here. Mm. What language are you in? My handwriting. Yeah. You know, and I, I love that. You know, it really builds on that idea. Again, going back to the idea of the Doctor's not actually the main character in the story. Do you know what I mean? He, he yeah. is part of this, you know, puzzle that Ace is trying to solve sort mm. of thing. And Yeah. And the TARDIS looks really good in it as well.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It looks really blue. It stands I out amongst it... the green... The greenery,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: and again, going back to that thing, it doesn't look.
1: This episode does not look cheap at all. It looks really, really high budget. The only bit I don't like is um, Ace's
0: Ace's casual racism. Yes, yeah, you know I mean, I think, I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, I do, I do, and I think, I think it kind of, you can kind of put it down to the fact that she's pushed by by what's going on around her. However, we know Ace as a as a character is against racism. So why oh, would yeah, she then that... be using racist slurs? It's an it's an interesting
1: one, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and the destroyer. Hmm. What a good. I, I remember watching that buffy episode. Do you know that buffy episode with the with the monster in it looks exactly like the destroyer.
0: I'm thinking Just Whedon's been watching Doctor Who. I think at this point in Doctor Who's history they'd kind of reached that point where they could make a really good kind of creature or mask from you know from what they from what they had available um they do it they do it with um the ancient one in the curse of Fenric as well um yeah. although I don't think it's as good as the destroyer
1: it's not the destroyer is like probably if you look at classic series I think the destroyer is probably the best prosthetics that did mm. there's that line as well where he takes about saying about making Aces handmaiden in hell I didn't get that until I was a lot older
0: and again it's you know it's it's uh it's there's a lot of layers to the story it's as a kid, like you say, you don't you you. There's a lot of stuff that you you didn't notice until you were older.
1: You don't so, pick up on no,
0: and you, you know, don't pick up the old up on story him.
1: about the 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 blind or hotel owner. This it's, it's it's just very very good. Yeah, and Sylvester McCoy okay, again. Sylvester McCoy is on fire. Like he is for every episode. He never mm. phones it in, does he? No, he doesn't. No, no, he never phones it in. He's he's always there. Very very. I don't know. There's a there's
0: like a power that eminence emanates, emanates from him. Mm. Is a very Often in the background Yes It feels like he's You know And and again It's part of his character You know He's manipulating things In the background But he never He never He never comes across As a You know as a, You know You you watch Tenant And by the time You get to Voyage Of the Damned It's like I'm I'm The Doctor From the You know Planet Gallifrey And the Constellation Of Casterbras I've lived for a, However many years 904 years And it's like It's not in your face With McCoy yeah. But you won't mess. No, not you at all. Won't mess at
1: all. No. Funny enough, actually, just before we move on from Battlefield, um, so obviously Ben Aronovich writes, hey, Remembers of the diet's is phenomenal. Battlefield, mm-hmm. love it. So young Aaron going in the library to get a book, finds another book by Ben Aronovich, to young Aaron, which is Transit. Ah, that ha- classic ha- children's ha- you- <laughs> book.
0: Yeah. Ha- have you read Transit? I started reading it about 20 years ago and uh i just i couldn't get into it um i've got it in in a in a box behind me but i've never it's read the full graphic. thing mm. it's quite graphic it's
1: quite mm. it taught me some a few a lot of things i know about sex i learned from Ben Aronovich. <laughs> and i don't think there's many people who can say that <laughs> i'm quite know. into um he's just he's you know he's um, rivers of london
0: yes yeah 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 he's
1: just released a role playing game based on the and i'm really into my role playing games um, mm. And there was a, there was an event on recently that I was thinking, should I go down to? But you can imagine me turning up
0: with my copy of Transits saying... <laughs> I've got the, the uh, Rivers of London, uh, the first book, but I haven't got around to reading it yet, so I might get around to reading that soon. They're quite good. Yeah. Not, not as good as Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the end of part two of my chat with Aaron. We'll be back next week for the third and final time, where we'll be discussing many more things that make Doctor Who for him whatever you're doing, hope you're having fun, hope you're staying safe, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye!